welcome to the Good Fight Sports Podcast, your home for local sports here in the 574. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Good Fight Sports Podcast. My name is Kenny Kramer, and I'm alongside Brady Master today. Hello, everybody. Yeah, we're the only two today, Brady. Yeah, it's a very uh, crowded room. Uh, <laughs> not not much air to breathe in here. <laughs> I Gotta... know, right? I'm going to preface this podcast uh, today by saying Brady and I were here, what, three weeks ago? I think it was three, yeah. That was, <laughs> and we were, and we we were doing the podcast. We had a great conversation, um, and it to us it seemed like almost a two-hour podcast. Um, but when we went out and saw that uh, nothing got recorded, that kind of put a halt to everything. Yeah. So a lot of what you're gonna hear today is old news, but there's also new news on top of that. So. We just got a bunch to get into, and we're just going to dive right in with breaking news in the high school conference aspect. So, Northern Indiana Conference members John Glenn and Bremen Mm. are trying to get out of the conference. Really? And join the Hoosier North Athletic Conference, the conference LaVille is in. That would be scary. (laughs) Now, here's the thing about that. Um, Bremen has tried to join the Hoosier North, but they've been blackballed every time. Mm. So, okay, so if you don't know, if you're not from around here, uh, I, sh- I should have said uh, the Northern Indiana Conference is a 12-team conference, uh, mainly posed of South Bend schools. Uh, so the current so the current teams, if you don't know who's in that conference, the current teams uh, in the conference are Bremen, uh, Elkhart, Jimtown, John Glenn, Mishawaka Marion, New Prairie, Penn, South Bend Adams, South Bend Clay, South Bend St. Joe, South Bend Riley, South Bend Washington. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so many South Bends. <sighs> Have I said uh, all the South Bends? Uh, yes, I have. So that's the conference now. Uh, so Bremen, Gentown, John Glenn, and New Prairie joined uh, in 2014 uh, when Le- mainly Knox and LaVille decided to leave the Northern State Conference um, and make their own conference. So uh, the four bigger schools of the Northern State decided to join the NIC um, and now apparently Bremen and John Glenn are realizing that they can't go on with getting their teeth kicked in <laughs> to mainly pen every single year. Um, Doesn't surprise me that they're making that change or trying to. Right. And so now here's the other kicker, too. Um, the Bremen blackball one it was, was big news, but I also saw an from some sources that Knox and LaVille are talking about leaving if those two get accepted, those two being Bremen and John Glenn. Really? Yes. That would definitely shake up everything, man. Yeah, r- right. Because La- LaVille is like, you know, 
you know, you didn't hear it yet, folks, but, you know, maybe later in the podcast, you're going to hear what I had to say in the previous podcast, which none of you will ever get to hear me talking <laughs> about LaVille, but that's going to really shake up, you know, the competitive scene for their basketball and just right. sport, you know, everything in general. I mean, it's going to be, that's going to be interesting if that does happen. Right. And I was talking with, um, uh, Steve Cox, um, today uh uh yesterday um and i i asked him about it because he he's really involved with laville and i asked him about it and i told him it's like i i've heard laville and knox could leave and he was like who made laville king of the conference just because you know we've won some trophies in the conference that we have all the say we want to i mean okay so uh, now, okay, we're gonna go, we're gonna dive into the hypothetical here now. In the hypotheticals, Kenny, okay. let's get through so, this. So let's say Bremen and John Glenn get accepted, mm-hmm. and then let's say Knox and Laville. Let's say Laville and Knox, not Knox and Laville. Laville and Knox. Laville mm-hmm. being the catalyst for Knox to leave as well. Let's say those two leave. What conference out there is suitable for those two schools? Exactly. The, the real question is, does LaVille want to win, like, do they want to be the best in their conference easily, or do they want to have a challenge? Because I think where they're at now, they, they still, they have, you know, I, I don't know, Kenny. What do you think, <laughs> Kenny? This is this is a really uh, interesting question because, uh, man, <laughs> I mean, okay, so the, so the reason why mainly LaVille is in the conference is because, I mean, they had to play the likes of Bremen, Jimtown, John Clinton, and New Prairie every single year. So what's what's LaVille's full, uh, everyone in the conference? Well, is okay, it just so the who teams, you... The teams that are currently in the Hoosier North Athletic Conference are uh, LaVille, Caston, Culver, Knox, North Judson, Pioneer, Triton, and Winnemac. So it's an it's an eight team conference, um, but it's mainly Laville. All all the schools are smaller. Hmm. I mean, with the exception of Knox being the biggest one, right? It it is it is a small team conference. Do you think Laville could survive in a big team conference? No. And they've already done That's... that in the Northern State Conference where right. they had to play New Prairie. Jimtown, John Glenn, and Bremen in that order of how big they are mm-hmm. every year. And especially in football, getting your teeth kicked in by New Prairie and Jimtown. Yeah, that wasn't fun. Not fun to watch as a fan. Not even, you know, and that's kind of bad for the kids that want to, you know, move on to maybe, you know, go and play uh, college because, you know, right. they don't get the, they might not get the, you know, no one's going to go scout a team that's getting their teeth kicked in every single game. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to have to go and, you know, push for that yourself. And that's kind of hard to do when you have a terrible record as a team. Right. So, I mean, I think it's smarter to just stay in kind of a smaller conference considering, mm-hmm. you know, LaVille's a pretty, they're not that big of a school. I mean, they're bigger than the other team uh, <clears throat> schools in their conference for the most part. But that's not saying much, Kenny. I mean, <laughs> uh so okay, so now let's let's put away the uh, the hypothetical of Knox and Laville dipping the conference. Mm-hmm. Let's jump to the hypothetical of let's say um, Bremen and Glenn get accepted. 
that would make the conference 10 teams. Um, now, for basketball and every any other sport besides football, that's fine having a 10-team conference. Yeah. You can manage that. Cause, because, you know, you only got five players on the court, and you can't have over, you know, however much people on the bench. So you can't really load the roster as much as a sport like football. Right. Well, or literally any other sport besides basketball. Right. And I think the biggest factor for having they would they would have to go divisions for football. Right. For the logistical reasons of travel. Mm. So, yeah, so that that would be an issue. So there's three options, um, two of which were I've I, I've seen from a credible source and one of which is my own um, just because I I feel like I now have that kind of say that I can do that. You're even, in, though, even though really no one's going to listen to this and say, oh, yeah, I like that idea. I thought it was a good idea, so I just wrote it There's down. probably someone out there, Kenny. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you, Brady. I appreciate that. So uh, the one that I saw is um, so two divisions, big school and small school. So in the big school division, uh, you would have Knox, Glenn, Bremen, LaVille, and North Judson. And then in the small school, you would have Pioneer, Culver, Caston, Triton, and Winnemac. So basically, you would have the old Northern State Conference minus Culver and Triton in that com- in, in that division, which somewhat makes sense. But if you start looking at logisticals, North Judson being in that in in the big school having. Having those two divisions just doesn't make sense for logistics. Right. Because you've got Culver and Triton, who are northern schools, traveling down south to play. Yeah. Which just doesn't make sense. The, yeah, that that would, you know, and that's that's one thing people don't talk about is, you know, having to go that far of a distance to play a basketball game. It's not only you're playing an away game. It's that you have to take a bus. Usually, right. you know, and that that I, I know from being on buses before, you know, I'm homeschooled, but I've been on buses before. Man, you do not feel the same after no. a long bus ride. Right. Like you don't play the same. Right. You know, it, it's not it's not the same as, you know, playing a home game on your home court, you know, with your own you know team and fans around you. You know, of course, some teams suck at home, <laughs> but, but they're on the road. Yeah, they're better on the road, <laughs> but they don't have to drive, you know. Right. An hour, or however, you know, or even longer. I mean, yeah. I don't know how. Uh, so the farthest LaVille has to go, conference-wise. Conference, right. Would be Pioneer, which is all the way down in Royal Center, Indiana. I've never even been there. It is dead south of Winnemac. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's about, I think it's about an hour drive from LaVille. Mm. Um, so, okay, so I think. If they went that route, um, I should have also said uh, having those two divisions, you would have two crossover games too mm. from the other division. Right. So say, so LaVille would have to play on a annual basis football-wise, North Judson, Bremen, Glenn, and Knock, which as of right now where they stand, they already do that. Yeah. Um. And then they would probably pick up probably Culver and Triton as a two crossover games. Um, now thinking about that, it's like you're not really traveling that far. But right now, I mean, 
football, okay, so football, traveling for football is not that big of a deal because you're doing it on a Friday night. Yes, and now, also during basketball season, you're doing it during the week. Yeah, it's... And you're doing it after school. Mm-hmm. And then you got to wake up, and if you do it like on a Wednesday, and you travel, so LaVille, they travel down to Pioneer on a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. You got to turn around, drive an hour back, then all of the players have to drive home, wake up, and then come to school the next day. Right. And especially if you have a Friday-Saturday mm. game where you have to travel for one, come back, and play at home. You're going to feel a bit, I don't think jet lagged is the right word, bus lagged. I just made up bus a word, lagged. but bus lagged. You hear it here, folks. <laughs> bus lagged, Kenny Kramer. Get the uh, trademark it. Trademark. It's out there. Um, I came up with it first. I don't need the credit, though. Allegedly came up with it first. We'll get into allegedly later. <laughs> that is for sure. Um, so... Uh, the second option I saw was <clears throat> no big school, small school thing, but in in the first division there would be Bremen, Glenn, Triton, LaVille, and Knox. And in the second division would be Winnemac, Pioneer, Caston, Culvert, and North Judson. And again, two crossover games. Right Now, that one right there screams will not work because you've got Knox. <laughs> Driving to play LaVille and Glenn and Bremen and Triton. Yeah, that would be very one-sided against Knox. I mean, that would suck. Right. Well, in the other way, if you think about it, I mean, you got you got schools playing Knox. They have to drive all the way down there. All the way to Knox. And who who wants to go to Knox? I'm sorry, but no one. Yeah. Sorry, Knox. We love you guys, but... And then, so the one that I thought of and the one that I think makes the most sense is North and South. Mm. So in the North Division, you would have um, LaVille, Glenn, Bremen. Those two are like, have been in all three, but then Triton and Culver. So the furthest that LaVille would have to drive to play an away game, if need be, would be Culver. That's, and that's not far. That's probably, I that's mean, about that's probably maybe a 40. Maybe half hour. Maybe a little longer, de- minutes, depending, depending on, on traffic. Right, depending on how it is. Right. Um, if, you, if you go the redneck route or you go <laughs> the traditional route. If you go to the traditional route, you're probably looking 30, 35 minutes. Right, you go the redneck route, you get there about 15 minutes. <laughs> Going 85, back roads, curvy, oh, man. Oh, oh. Yes, I know, I know, I know the ways. I I know the ways. We won't get into details on this we, podcast. This sounds like another podcast idea we should do. It does. <laughs> Light bulb. <laughs> and then, so then that would leave in the South Division, you would have Winnemac, Caston, Knox, North Judson, and Pioneer, which logistically makes sense for both divisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, there would be two crossover games. Um because that's probably how you would want to set it up. Right. Now, with that being said, with a 10-team conference, you have five teams in each division. 
kind of doesn't make sense. So maybe looking into two more schools mm. to join, which leads into another thing that I saw that if those if Glenn and Bremen get accepted, an investigation into having Tippecanoe Valley and Rochester Ooh. join the conference to make it 12, 6, and 6. So then, then you were pro- you're probably going to look at if we're if they were going to do the north and south option, you would probably have in the north, um, obviously Laville, Glen, Bremen, right? Um, you would probably put Triton, Culver, and I would put Rochester in there. Mm. Because because if you put Tippy Valley in the north, it just doesn't make sense because they are way south. Right. Um, how big? How big of a school are they? Are they pretty uh, small? Or? So in football, Tippy Valley's three A, hmm. and Rochester's two A. Oh, so they're this about the same size as Laville, about. Um, and in basketball, Laville plays uh, Tippy Valley already. They played them the last I think four years. Hmm. So. In basketball, LaVille and Tippy Valley are kind of already know each other. Um But they've not graced each other in football. No. I don't at least I don't think so. I haven't looked back in the history of LaVille football. Um but Tippy Valley in the North Division just doesn't make logistics sense. Rochester would be the only team in the north you would want to put in. Now, you could maybe theoretically put North Judson in the north but then again that still doesn't make sense either that would be i mean you could or, do it but it you would, would put knox i think knox would be a little better than north judson but even then you're still kind of stretching like i think right. you should just keep it you know i think i think what we mentioned here i mean i think adding rochester and uh tippy Tippy would be great. Tippy, uh, Tippecanoe, uh, it's Tippecanoe Valley. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that would be smart. I mean, it would. It's definitely going to be different. I feel like to kind of. So, I don't know what would happen with Laville. Like, I, I don't know where they would stand in. I mean. They're obviously going to be playing against some of the people they've always played against, but it's right. going to be different because right. they're, you know, if they change up however, you know, the, the conference, it's going to be a shell shock to especially the right. players and the coaching because you kind of got to have a different approach to everything because mm-hmm. you're not only just playing against, you know, who you were originally. I mean, you got, you know, different scheduling and different, you know, different everything going on. Right, and it's like if you do if you do go that route and you do add the the Glenn and Bremen, and then you add Rochester and Tippy Valley. I mean, you've got to blow up all of your scheduling and mm-hmm. reschedule, yeah. conference-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not uh, non-conference-wise, but I mean, you're looking at. So if they went, if they went right that route, you're looking at. Um, See, so you're looking at probably. In a 12-team with six teams in each division, you would probably do one 
crossover game instead of two. Because if you do two, how football is, it's a nine. It's nine games. Mm-hmm. Mostly seven or eight of which are conference games. And you're usually left with, you know, two non-conference games or one non-conference game with the exception of the Northern Indiana Conference because they're just a, they're just crazy like that. They can do whatever they want. Uh, they have four non-conference games. Um, but you would probably do one crossover game from each division. Uh, that would leave two non-conference games or two open slots for teams you want to play. Now you can play other teams from the other division, mm-hmm. um, but that wouldn't count towards conference standings. Right. Um, but that's that option. I think that's, I mean, that's probably the best logistical and just kind of, I think that would definitely uh, make it a lot easier for everybody. Mm-hmm. That would definitely fix the issues that there is, but mm-hmm. I don't know. LaVille, I don't know what they're going to do, man. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting to hear the news. And you'll, right. you'll, you'll, you won't hear it here first probably when it happens or whatever you'll happens. You'll probably read it in the paper. You'll first, probably hear but we'll it, break it on we'll, here. We'll, we'll talk about oh, it on yeah, here. for sure. Now, I know what you're thinking, people out there, and maybe Brady as well. What happens if John Glenn and Bremen don't get accepted mm. into the Hoosier North? They've got two they've got three options. One, join the Northern Lakes Conference. Oh. So team so the current teams in the Northern Lakes Conference are Concord, Goshen, Mishawaka, Northridge, Northwood, Plymouth, Warsaw, Wawasee. You know, that would be funny to see uh, Laville in that conference. No, not Laville. No, I know not Laville, but I mean that would be that would be really funny if Laville was Laville in that conference. Laville would never go in that conference. I know they would not, but man, that would no. be funny. I would no. That'd be fun. No. If Laville <laughs> was a four A school, I would say maybe, but no, no. Um, but that that a that might happen eventually, Kenny. No, it will not. Um, I don't know. So, now I will say the only reason why Mishawaka is in the Northern Lakes Conference is because they replaced Elkhart Memorial in a, in a sense when Elkhart consolidated into one school. Mm. Um, and that was three years ago? Two years ago? Three years ago. That was three, yeah. Three years three, ago, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, their other option for conference is to join the Three Rivers Conference. And that conference is composed of Maconaqua, Manchester, Northfield, North Miami, Peru, Rochester, Southwood, Tippecanoe Valley, Wabash, and Whitkill. And those teams are like north... They're the northern most southern point of Indiana. <laughs> if that made does that make if any that sense? makes sense, yes. They're the southernmost part of northern Indiana. Right, yeah. That's what I meant to That's, say. That's yeah. So th- yeah, they're the southernmost northern conference for I- Indiana. Um and I don't think that makes much sense. Because it, it, it doesn't. Because teams would be traveling all the way up to Walkerton to play and all the way over to Bremen to play. Mm-hmm. 
just doesn't make any sense. And then their only other option is make their own. And I don't see that happening. I'm right. sorry. Right. I, I don't. I just. I don't think that they got the facilities for that. I mean, I, I just. I. I. I don't know who would want to leave. I mean, maybe there are teams that would want to, but logistically, that's the issue because there might be right. some teams that want right. to leave, but they're not. You know close to them because i think a lot of other teams are pretty happy or you know pretty okay with their current conference situation Mm -hmm. so i mean because you would have to look at you know teams about your size right teams in your general area like the only teams i can even see leaving the conference would be uh, leaving other conferences would be maybe maybe gym town yeah, New but Prairie that'd be shooting Jim, New Prairie. I don't think Jimtown would do that. I think they'd be shooting themselves in the foot to leave. I mean, maybe not, but I just I think it would be better to build and be in your conference as a team and try to you know instead of you know making a whole new conference because you know you aren't wor- it's not working in this conference. I mean, unless it's like seriously an issue, like oh you gotta drive you know two hours. No, like. For high school sports, I don't think you should just quit and bail or, you know, high school stuff in general. I think you should try to, you know, work around the issues or work around whatever instead of just, you know, all right, I'm out of here. Bye, everybody. It's like, what what, what conference are you joining? My own. That's what I'm doing. I'm joining my <laughs> own conference, Kenny. Ah, uh, man. So, I'm. Later on, we're going to get into teams quitting and not working around issues. We'll get to that. Because that is a serious issue, I feel we're, like, we're, in high we're, school we're right gonna now. Get, we're going to get to that because that's come up this week, too. Is that, I mean, is that involving some uh, South Bend schools? or is that, No, that's involving no? some schools down in, in, in the Indianapolis area. Oh, okay. Big, big schools down there. And oh. We'll, and we'll talk mm, about that later mm, on. I'm not going to spoil mm, anything. Not going to spoil you. anything, but <laughs> I, I, I think I, I think I heard a little bit of uh, some uh, stuff about something something up in hey, Indy. Hey, so, hey, 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 we'll, hey, we'll get into that. We'll, we'll get into that. We're getting there. It's going to, um, you know, we got about two and a half hours of. Uh, all this before we can get into that stuff, yeah. before we can do a deep dive. Yeah. So, okay, now, <laughs> off of the breaking news, um, we're going to gonna throw it way back here. We have not congratulated the LaVille Lady Lancers on their season for this year. So, from the Good Fight Sports Podcast, we would like to give you guys a round of applause for the season. Good job. Um, so, if you guys don't know... Um, the LaVille Lady Lancers finished the season 19-7. and seven. Um, They were the runner-up in the sectional championship game on February 4th uh, against South Central at North Judson High School. Um, so the couple trophies they won, uh, they only they, they won the Bi-County Tournament. I mean, that's like the biggest tournament. Right. Probably it is in northern Indiana, but I – Steve Steve Cox and I would argue in the state as well because there's no other tournament I think that has lasted longer. Right, and has one. more history. And has than more by history. County. And the amount of rivalries that are built out of this. Oh yeah. And are built into this. There, there's no other tournament that matches that. Right. 
and it was the first time that the Laville girls had won since 1993. Hmm. I, so that's that's 30 years ago. Right. And it was it was just crazy to watch. All right. You you know, Kenny, one thing I, you know, I've kind of had a change of heart, you know, kind of just like look about is, you know, the whole rivalry thing. You know, I look at it as there's like you'll have, you know, people like to say there's like professional teams that have rivalries. And I think they do, but not so much the players because they're getting paid. You know, they're getting paid, you know, big money. But if you go down to a high school or college level, you're not playing for money you're playing for your team and your your hometown's pride so mm. there is rivalry yeah. and you know high especially high school they don't talk about it as much i mean college there's you know the big ones you know oh, yeah. you got like let's see you got ohio state michigan right you got notre, notre dame, dame usc you got notre dame usc like notre dame has a rivalry all, all, with all literally their- every other team in college football there's something that's happened right, right. auburn alabama they're in the same state right you know, it's Purdue, Purdue, Indiana. It's yeah. I mean, but I think the best rivalry, rival. I can't speak right now. Rivalry, rivalry, rare, uh, are definitely in high school because you know you look at these players and it's not like that's another thing is people you play professional sports you're not just going to play for four years you know you're not going to play for a full degree right you're playing as long as you're getting paid so you can act and do whatever you want really when you're getting that but when you're in a high school setting and you have to you know not only play but you have to you know keep your grades up and Mm -hmm. try to be you know looking for you know going to college somewhere i mean it's it's a lot different atmosphere Mm -hmm. and being in that crowd against, you know, at home when you have an opposing team, Mm -hmm. you know, you're playing how loud those games get. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's one of the best feelings as a fan to Mm -hmm. be at one of those games. Oh, for sure. It's, it's, it's almost more enjoyable for me than going to a professional game, you know, like a NFL game Mm -hmm. is going to a really good, you know, high school game against another team which like they just go at it every single game Mm -hmm. it's yeah 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 and it's like you you like i'm just gonna piggyback off of what you said it's like yeah there's rivalries in professional sports like for example you got i would say colts and bears right they're they're so close or packers and bears Bears. i mean those two teams just don't like each other right but it's the fan bases that don't yeah, it's not, it's the, not players. the players. The players could give a rip. Yeah, the players are friendly. If you exactly. see them after the game, they're out there like shaking hands. They're out there exchanging jerseys. Right. I mean, th- I mean, most of those guys probably talk to the other guys on the other team. Mm-hmm. Not quite often, but enough to where they know about each other. Yeah. In high school, it's the same way, but in a smaller setting. Mm-hmm. I mean, those players grow up with each other. They've played the AAU ball or whatever. They've they they know each other so well, and you pit them against each other for one game and one night. Where there's a rivalry. The fan bases don't like each other. Right. The players go out and they put aside their friendships, and they just go out because they want to win, and that's the only thing that's happening. That's the only thing, that's the only result that comes out of it. You get the best rivalries. Yeah. I mean, 
you get the Plymouth Warsaw rivalries. You get the LaVille John Glenn rivalries, the LaVille Ble- uh, Bremen rivalries, the Penn Mishawaka rivalries. Oh, yeah. You get, the, you get those big time rivalries that everyone looks forward to mm-hmm. that's unmatched. I mean, the only, the, only, the only other one that comes close is college. Right. But even then, that's kind of like there's a few that are like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to be rivals, like Purdue, Indiana. You're supposed to be rivals. You're in the same state. Mm-hmm. Um, Auburn, Alabama, that. Florida, Georgia, I mean, they're bordering. Right. Um, and all that. So I, there's there's games like that that's just, okay, yeah, you're supposed to be rivals. But, in but high, you'll you'll know when it's a when it's a true rival game oh, because for sure. you can just tell the second you get to that game you see a, a you know some games you know I noticed with Laville I mean we had a really good they had a really good season mm-hmm. so the you know the bleachers were packed like well, I remember I got there like probably five ten minutes before the game started when they were playing North Judson I couldn't get a seat I had to stand for the whole game mm. because. There was no seating available mm-hmm. left. Right. I mean, people left, you know, when the game got into overtime or, or uh, no, in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. But, dude, and that wasn't even like is North Jetson even a rival with Laville? Um, or is it is it something that's starting to it, brew? Because starting to brew because I think if I. We're gonna go off script again. We're do- we're kind of going off script, we're breaking like the script. we did um, in the last in the last um, podcast we did. Even though no one heard about it, um, we kind of did this. We kind of went off script a little bit. We won't go as far off script as we've done before. I will right. say that now because we got we got pretty deep at the crawl on that. <laughs> one, I will say. Uh, so the rivalry with North Judson. Um, so before that game, LaVille had lost the last two years in a row mm. to North Judson. They lost in 2020, 9-7. to And then in 2021, 10-9 in overtime. So, and then for the previous, and then before that, LaVille had beaten North Judson um, the last one Two, three, four, the last four times before that. And I think LaVille has a like a one-game lead on them on the all-time series. Really? So I really wouldn't consider it a rivalry, but it's it's something that's starting to brew, especially especially with the way LaVille won the last game they, they played. Oh, very from much this so. Year, from yeah. this year. So if you think – I'm going to say this now. LaVille fans, please don't get mad at me. Or you can agree with me. Um, Noah Richhart was stopped. His forward progress was stopped. It was stopped. It was stopped. Now and not, that play should have been dead. Not saying okay that they wouldn't have scored on the next drive. Not yet. They I probably would have. Probably would have because of you know they were they had the momentum. <laughs> but right. man, Noah Richhart. I mean, shout out Noah. Uh, right. You know, more like shout out offensive line. Yeah, they just they <laughs> absolutely, you know, talk about a second effort. You know, people people refer to like a second effort by an actual player, but it was the whole team that pushed that pile. You know, that was man. I I remember that. Um, that was a crazy moment. Like mm, that was. Yeah. Mm, I loved that. That 
And of course it was, you know, one of the people on the team that I know really well mm-hmm. uh, that did that. And because I know, I know some of the players, um, but especially Noah Richhart, yeah. you know, we're all good friends with Noah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Uh, but yeah, that was, was something special. Yeah. And especially when you have like um, in those games, you got, you know, conference championship on the line. You've got right. a sectional championship on the line. You've got whatever on the line by county tournament, for example. I mean, you're going to have those games where you're just going to come out and you're going to want to win because you want that trophy. You want that prize. That's what you're playing for. You're not playing for tens of millions of dollars for a game. Right. No, you're playing to you're playing one game to win. And that's it. And you get mm-hmm. bragging rights. Mm-hmm. Um so before we go too off script, <laughs> even though we just did, uh back to the Laville Lady Lancers. Uh, so the Hoosier North Athletic Conference, um, all the uh, all conference honors came out a couple of weeks ago, hmm. and there were three players from Laville that got got uh, got mentioned. Two of which were named to the all conference team, and then one was an honorable mention. Let me guess. So is this for what you said, basketball? This is, yeah, this is for is basketball. This, this is girls. Girl. Okay, so I already know Lucy Shirk. Lucy Shirk, obviously. Okay. Um, you know, I want to say it. It's probably not. Is Michaela Kusky? No. She is. She, she was honorable mention. She was. Oh, she was the honorable. So yes. then, who's? I don't know who the. Is it? Uh, oh man, drawing a blank. It was I, ha- it was Halen Quitkowski. Halen, yeah, I remember we talked about her. Yes. Uh, yeah. So the uh, so Lucy and Halen made the all conference honors, and then Michaela Kuski was the honorable mention. So three Laville players mentioned, two made the all conference, and then Michaela was the runner up reviewer, but the honorable mention of that. So right. big news! Congratulations again to the Laville girls. Yeah. On a great year. Um. Looking forward to many more. Looking, hopefully, looking forward to more great years um, under under Nick Amor as head coach. And I gotta say, his head coaching style, I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it's very it, good. especially with the group that uh, Laville has back. Uh, we got Michaela Kusicki back too, so I think sky's the limit with this team. Yeah. Um. Do you want to give your prediction of what you think for Bi-County next year, Brady? I think LaVille Lady Lancers are going to win the Bi-County again. Okay. I think we're going to have a repeat. I, I don't know. I think the the boys are also going to do the. I think they're going to they're going to two-peat Bi-County. Two-peat uh, two sweep. sweep. <laughs> uh, they're going to look like Michael Jordan in the finals here. They're going to they're going to I mean, I don't know if they'll go to state. I mean, I don't know if the, the ladies will go to state. I think they have like if they'll win state, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. Now the boys, hold up. Depending hold on up. the conference situation, you go, go, go ahead, okay. go ahead. So we're gonna jump into the boys now, right? Um, so we've got a few games we need to cover, uh, with them. So going way back to February tenth, wow. They beat Triton, <laughs> rival Triton, uh, fifty-one to thirty-five. Um. And I'll just give some some scoring, some stats on that. Um, uh, Michael Good and Colin Zarnecki led the way. They both had 16 points. Mm-hmm. Um, so fast forward to the next day, Saturday, February 11th. 
They traveled to Whitco, and they won in overtime. Ooh. 61-58. Uh, Zarnecki had the game-winning shot. Was it um, a three-pointer? I have no idea. Um, I just got this off of uh, LaVille Athletics. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> you, so yeah. So right. I really don't know because it wasn't really said specifically what happened. He just had the game-winning yeah, shot. Yeah, just hit it. Had the game-winning shot. So I'm guessing it's a three-pointer because if they won by three points, unless he maybe or he it hit was a, two a two and an and one, or right. maybe it was a two and then they got the ball back, they fouled, and then to the line they shot right. one. That could have been, but right. Yeah, but I don't know. Don't know. But uh, Colin led the way in that game. Again, like he uh, with I mean, twenty-one points, um, nothing we've not seen before from it, Colin. It, exactly, exactly. Uh, Michael Good and Owen Smith both had fourteen, and then Lucas Plummer had ten. Hmm. And then, so now we're going to go to February seventeenth. Uh, Laville beat Caston fifty-seven forty-six, uh, and they were led in scoring by Lucas Plummer with eighteen points. Colin Zarnecki had 17, Owen Smith uh, had 10, and Michael Good had 8. Now we come into the best part of all. You are not going to want to guess what. So LaVille played Lighthouse CPA. And Lighthouse I've never CPA, even Lighthouse, heard of Lighthouse CPA. Yeah, Lighthouse CPA is a college preparatory academy over in the Gary area. Oh. So it's Lighthouse College Preparatory Academy. Did LaVille um, smoke them or did LaVille won seventy nine to sixty seven. Hmm. Now they were led in scoring by Colin Zarnacki. Okay. Guess how many points he had. Did he drop thirty? He dropped a thirty number. He had thirty points, six rebounds, three assists, and two steals. Dang, I was gonna say if you got a triple double <laughs> thirty, oof. no, but that's that's amazing. I mean, they they won how it was seventy six, seventy nine, seventy nine, sixty seven. Wow. So you take thirty points off, and that game is not the same. The game's not the same. Uh, they were they uh, Michael Good also uh, had nineteen points, uh, six rebounds and two blocks, um, and Owen Smith padded his stat book <laughs> 17 points six rebounds six assists three steals thought you were gonna say another six steals <laughs> i was gonna say kenny <laughs> no 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 at that point you would want to give him either subtract one or, or add, add one. one yeah um, and so, fun fact about that, Colin was one point away from tying his career high. Oh, yeah, he did drop 31 against... He dropped, uh, uh, 31 against Westville, mm. first game of the year, November right. 23rd. Yeah. He's in, a, a, is it, in a loss. So, so Collins, he's a, he's a sophomore, he's right? He's a sophomore <clears throat> this year. He'll sophomore dropping 30 points. Yes. That's... Man... <laughs> So, yeah, Colin dropped 31 points first game of the year in a loss, by the way. Yeah. In a loss. Yeah. To Westville. 67-59. He dropped 31 of the 59 points for LaVille. 
by himself. Yeah. He almost single-handedly outscored Westville. Yeah. There. I mean. <laughs> but he didn't. He didn't. There's only so much you can do in the time you got. I mean, that's just how, how it is sometimes. But, wow. 31. <laughs> Man. 31. Of course, you know. Then there's kids, you know, people that, like, I don't know, uh, Ben Davis or, you know, Penn. Penn averaging 30-something a game or... Oh, that's that's next up. That is next up? Because we're, we're going to talk about We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk, we're about, gonna talk about that Plymouth-Penn game or are we going to talk about the... That, okay. Yeah, we're going to talk yeah, about... Yeah. We're, I, had, we're, I had friends at that game. <laughs> we're going to jump right into Penn. So, Ooh. Penn... We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go all the way through what they've done this year. Uh, they're number two in all polls, four hmm. A and state. Um, they won the Northern Indiana Conference title. Um, they were eleven and zero in the conference. Um, they have won now um, sixteen straight conference games. Twenty six of twenty seven. Right, they lost to Ben and Dave or. Uh... Do they lose the their only loss in a conference game was to Mishawaka Marion last year. That was last year. Yes. Okay. That's their only loss. So right. they're twenty six of twenty seven since that. Right. And a little bit before then. But they've they've won twenty six of twenty seven conference games. That's with sixteen straight. That's pretty good. Um they've scored eighty plus points. Um, in the last five games and 11 of 14 games. Um, actually, I need to check my notes to make sure they've actually done that. Uh, yes, because I changed that. Um, but, yeah, 80-plus points in the last five games. Um, so let's – I'm going to pull up Penn's schedule here. That way y'all can just hear the accolades that they're doing. I mean, Penn is ridiculous. Um since okay, so since losing to Ben Davis, they have scored they've scored eighty plus points thirteen times since then. <laughs> um and that's at least eighty plus points. Eighty five points at least twelve times, which seven games in a row they've scored at least eighty five. Of uh, they scored uh ninety points twice, three times. Um, and they just dropped a 94 bomb on Merrillville <laughs> a couple nights ago. I mean, um, no wonder when you got the what the number one uh, player in the state, pretty much on uh, your. I mean, almost, yeah, almost. I, I mean, there might be some competition, but in Northern Indiana, he's the number one player. He's definitely the number uh, one. And we're talking about Marcus Burton. Yep, Marcus Burton. Uh, so we're gonna jump into kind of a few games for um, Penn. We're not gonna talk about the Plymouth game. Um, just yet, just yet. We won't go into specifics. Um, but they beat arch rival Mishawaka, uh, February 21st, 85 to 44. Hmm. Um, and Marcus Burton had a, uh, chill 34 points, five assists, five rebounds, three steals. Normal game. So it's a normal game for him. Uh, Joe Smith had 19 points. Uh, Dylan Durda had 11 and Joey Garwood added eight, and then Trey Miller had six. Uh, and then, um, let's see, it was Friday night. They beat Merrillville at Merrillville, 
94 to 49. They won by 50, right? Um, they almost almost won by 50. Almost won by 50. They won by 45. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let me guess another 30-something from... Uh, uh, no, Burton just had 28 yeah. and seven assists and five rebounds. So, yeah. 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 Uh, Joe Smith had 22 points, six assists. Uh, Joey Garwood had 16 points. Josh Gatete and Nolan McCullough both had eight, and then Dylan Durda added, added six. Uh, so now, a fun fact about all of the boys' basketball teams at Penn. So that's freshman, junior varsity, and varsity. Mm. They are a combined, and I know this for a fact because I reached out to the Penn Athletic uh, page to figure this out. They are combined 65 and 3. <laughs> Talk about a dynasty. Talk about uh, Penn's going to be good for a while. Utter domination. Uh, yeah, because, okay, so the varsity team right now is 23-1. and one. So that means one team has lost either twice. All teams have lost at least once. Mm. I don't know. I don't know for sure. All I know is 65-3 and three between freshman, junior varsity, and varsity. Disgusting. Good, exactly. <laughs> uh, so now we're gonna jump into a little bit of Marcus Burton, uh, because we have to. Um, he put up his career high, um, February 10th against South Bend, Washington, in a game that I was at, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw for the first time in my uh lifetime, I've seen a player dropped 47 points. 47. Yeah. Um, so Penn beat South Bend Washington in this game um, only only by 34 points, 85 only. to 51. <laughs> only. Um, yeah. Uh, in the third quarter, I told my dad who I was with, uh, Penn's going to score 85. And they did. Um, so um in a game against Plymouth by the way um I'm not going to go into detail about this game because I have no stats on it and I really don't want to um he's <laughs> set... hating on Plymouth Kenny I'm not hating on Plymouth I just don't want to talk about it yeah I get that I mean I understand it's Plymouth and, and no one really does anything well basketball you can talk about you can't talk about can't talk about football you talk, no. you can you can get into the you can get under you know you can get into you know baseball or basketball or heck Tennis. I'd rather go into tennis than football. Yeah, we're we're not going That's into football. That's thing. a whole different thing. Uh, so he he became the St. Joseph County all-time leading scorer for boys. Um, in that game, uh, I think he only needed like eighteen points or twenty some odd points. I think it was twenty twenty one points. Yeah, I think it he was needed. Something, it was something stupid, something easy for him. Um, so he set that in that game. He also went over the 2,000-point mark for his career. Um, and now he's now ranked in the state of Indiana in scoring. Yeah. He's number 45 all-time in the IHSA scoring. So right now he's sitting at 2,095 points. Hmm. So 
we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make this into where he needs to go to pass an area legend. Sean Sean Camp. Kemp. Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about Concord. someone else. Never mind. Oops. Nope. Oops. Sean Kemp from Concord. He's forty points away from uh passing Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp finished with two thousand one hundred and thirty four points. So if he wants if Burton wants to tie, he needs thirty nine. How many games does he have left? Uh so we're jumping into sectionals now. So, oh, okay. So So if he drops a thirty bubble again, he'll be about five points away. So theoretically, he almost can get this in one game. But mm. I, he would—he's probably going to do it in two games. Right. But two games, forty points—that's twenty points in each game. That's highly doable. It is doable. if Penn keeps winning. That's the kicker. Who are they playing? That's the real question. We'll jump into the boys' sectionals in a bit. Right. Um. So now we're going to jump to uh, another local team, uh, Northwood. Hmm. Their boys' team is ranked number one in 3A. Um, hmm. And I had the privilege of watching them. Friday night against Elkhart, and I say watching them because I did not go to watch Elkhart. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> they've won the Northern Lakes Conference for the second straight year. Um, they're twenty-one and two this year. Um, and we'll get into the teams that they've lost to uh, when we talk about sectionals. Um, and they beat Elkhart uh, Friday night, sixty-one to thirty. Now th- this is this is the thing that blew my mind and just makes it like Northwood's going to be good for a while too. Combined, JV and Varsity beat Elkhart one twelve to sixty seven because the uh, the JV won fifty one to thirty seven, mm-hmm. but one twelve to sixty seven combined. Combined, that's disgusting. That is that is. Lee Good. Lee Good. <laughs> uh, now we have to jump into girls basketball. Right. Because we need to do a semi-state recap along with some teams who've made it to the state finals, which were played yesterday, and we'll give results. So probably the biggest one that everyone wants to know about, Huntington North sectional. 4A, Lake Central versus number one, South, South Bend, Washington, Washington, in all polls in Indiana, and ranked number nine nationally. Lost. Yeah. To Lake Central, 62 to 57. No one saw it, Kenny. No one no. saw that coming. No. I don't think it was even in the book that they were going to lose that game. No. Um, Panthers were down by 17 at halftime, 35 to 18. Um, and then we're down by 20 at one point in the second half. But then came back to almost beat Lake Central, and but just came up short. Uh, only lost by five. Mm. Um, but let's not take away from the Panthers' season this year. Amazing. 27 and one. 
Northern Indiana Conference champions, sectional champions, regional champions, and they were state champions last year. They had... Didn't they have a hundred point? They beat. They beat. Uh, they beat uh, New Prairie uh, one hundred and three to sixty seven, right. um, and they beat. They beat um, South Bend Clay ninety one to four. <laughs> yeah, you didn't hear. You know, none of you guys heard this joke, but I said that I, uh, you know, because it was an average of one point per quarter. You know, for uh, <laughs> them, so I said, you know, uh, I average more time in the bathroom after I eat Taco Bell. Then they did points, and, you know, it's not as funny now because it was, you know, I made it up on the moment last time, <laughs> but you guys wouldn't hear it, and the reaction, oh, oh man, that was. <laughs> I think there's audience members that are laughing at that. I think there I mean, is. I mean, I'm not laughing like I did when right, I heard the it first the first time, time but, but it's still good. It's, it's still, still funny. And it's still true. Yeah, it is true. I mean, it's sad when you only score four points. I mean, yeah. I mean that that's. I wouldn't even expect like a freshman team to not like, or you know, a team that I think you could put a team together who's never played basketball and they could score more than four points. Yeah, I just think they just well, and actually, it's because uh, South Bend Washington they play such a aggressive in your face uh, defense and yep. offense that yep. they just constantly get turnovers and yep. it's just like. Yeah, you had the basketball. I'm going to take that from you and score. Thanks. <laughs> oh, you're going to pass the ball in? Oh, I'll take oh, that. Oh, uh, I'll take the ball. Thanks. Thanks. Um, So, but yeah, uh, the number one team in 4A got upset. Um, No local team from Northern Indiana made it down to uh, Indianapolis yesterday. Sad. Uh, Big sad. Uh, so now we're going to jump over to Laporte, and that was for the 3A semi-state. Mm. Uh, so first game, um, well, for, for local teams anyway, Fairfield beat Tippy Valley 54-33. Uh, to 33. Um, Let me just say the game was never close. <laughs> um, that's how bad it was. Uh, Tippy Valley fell behind early. Uh, they were down at 30 in one point in the fourth quarter. Um, but so the Vikings, they finished 22 and four. Uh, they won their conference, which was the three rivers. Uh, they're sectional champions and regional champions. Um, and also, uh, you and I, we both know a player on Tippy Valley, yes. Gabby Gonzalez. Gabby Gonzalez. So, uh, to Tippy Valley and Gabby Gonzalez, good job this year. We from, tip our hats. Yeah, we tip our hats. I'm to wearing you. a hat. Kenny's not, but you know I'm tipping. I it. tip my uh, my hat, even though I'm not wearing one. Um, but uh, Fairfield, they went on to play the number one team in 3A, hmm. who also happened to be undefeated and won. So really? Fairfield knocked off the number one team in 3A. 42 to 34 in the nightcap of the semi-state. Uh, that was for the semi-state championship, and a uh, um, they uh, yeah, they beat number one team in 3A, uh, and so they moved on. They punched their ticket to Gamebridge Fieldhouse down in Indianapolis for the 3A state championship game, which was yesterday. Um, and so Twin Lakes finished 28 and one. So theoretically, and they do, South Bend, Washington had the second best 
um, finish for this year right. at 27 and one. Um, but Fairfield yesterday, 3A state championship against Corey Dunn Central. Um, guess what happened? What happened, Kenny? We got a team from Northern Indiana that just won state for the first time in their history. Fairfield. Really? Knocked off Corydon Central, uh, 49-42. to 42. Hmm. Um, It was a great game. Um, so Fairfield finishes 28-2 and two on the year. Um, and their only losses were to Columbia City on the road, um, 51 to 46 and Columbia uh, Columbia City finished 20 and 3 and then to Fort Wayne Snyder uh, at home 59 to 38 those are the only two losses mm. besides that beautiful season beautiful season um so that was 3A so we'll we'll jump down to 2A because we had a local team uh play down there we had um at Logansport uh, we had Central Noble, um, and they beat Lafayette Central Catholic by one in the first game, 43-42. to 42. Uh, And they advanced to the championship game, and they faced the winner of uh, LaPel and Andrean. Um, so in that game, before uh, all the results um, came out, they were one of two uh, Northeast Corner Conference teams to play, Fairfield being the other one. Um, so Northeastern Indiana was well represented, uh, two weeks ago in semi-state, um, uh, Central Noble, on the other hand, they fell short in their game, uh, against LaPel, um, 51 to 38. Um, so Cougars had an amazing year. They finished 26 and three, uh, their only losses were to Fairfield twice. One time in the uh, uh, Northeast Corner Conference Tournament by 14-56-42. And then they turned around and played them again the next game and lost 51-23. to So, yes, both of those games were back-to-back. Wow. Um. Gotta love them back-to-back games. Oh, yes, of course. So much fun. Oh, for sure. Uh, And then the other Goshen team playing in semi-state, Bethany Christian. Bethany Christian has been a dark horse the whole year. Uh, So Bethany Christian beat Washington Township. Uh, They're in Valparaiso, by the way. You like to squeak the microphone, huh? I didn't try to. It just it's, <laughs> it has it has a mind of its own. Okay, uh, so this was Bethany Christian's first trip to semi-state in school history, um, and they were one win away from their first trip to the state finals. Um, and they played. They were going to play the winner of uh, Tri versus Tri Central. Uh, don't get in. Don't get me into how those teams came up with Tri as their name. I don't know, and I honestly don't care to know. Uh, so Bethany Christian uh, beat Try in the uh, semi-state championship game to punch their ticket to the state championship for the first time ever, mm. uh, 58-54. to 54. Uh, Yesterday, unfortunately, they fell short 
in the 1A state championship game. Uh, lost to Lanesville 60-41. to uh, The game was never close. It was the wire-to-wire win for Lanesville. Um, Bethany fell down by double digits in the entire second half and just couldn't come over the hump. Um, but that doesn't take away from the fact that Bethany Christian finished the as 2023 1A state runner-ups. Right. 24 and 4. Only losses were to Central Noble 51 to 39, Highland 47 33, Fairfield 50 to 26, and to wrap it all up, Lanesville 60 to 41. Those were the only losses for Bethany Christian. Uh, it was a great year for them. Um I never I didn't get the opportunity to go see them in person, but I know they were a very tough team. Um a tough out. Um, and they had a terrific year, and I really think they can be back competing for another state championship next year, um, and so so can Fairfield. Um, uh, the, enough about girls' basketball. We need to jump <laughs> into um, the meat of this. It's sectional time for boys yes. in Indiana. Uh, Hoosier hysteria is commencing. And it's almost, and it's a few days away from March Madness. In best time NCAA, of the year in both NCAA and high school. Exactly, best time of the year. Uh, so a few teams that have some good records, some of which are local. Um, but we got in four A, uh, Ben Davis. Uh, we all know they're twenty six and zero now. Um, they're ranked number one in four A and then in the state. Uh, they're also ranked uh, in in max preps. They're the ninth best team in the country, mm. but according to ESPN, they're twenty four. Either way, they're ranked in the top twenty five in the national polls for high school basketball boys. Right. Um, uh, we got Penn, uh, as we talked about. They're twenty three and one, ranked number two both in state and in their class, which is four A. Uh, they're also ranked 43rd in the country, so they're top. They're top 45, mm. top 50. Um, their only loss was to Ben Davis in the Raymond James Hall of Fame Classic down in Newcastle, right. which uh, I had the pl- uh, privilege of going to. Uh, and that was December 30th. Uh, they lost by 12, 65-53. Um, the fourth quarter. Uh, ben Davis just took over. I mean, Penn, Penn could do whatever they want in the whatever they wanted in the first half, uh, but in that second half and especially the fourth quarter, Ben Davis, their size and their skill strength just kind of took over. Uh, and Marcus Burton really didn't have a great game. Uh, he was kind of held in check, um, and that's ultimately why uh, Penn lost that game. Uh, a fun fact that uh, that that. Um, the Hall of Fame Classic is also played down in the Newcastle Fieldhouse, which is the largest high school gym in the world. Really? Yes. What's the seating capacity in that thing? Seating capacity. Oh, take just take a gander. I don't even know. I don't know. So, like, 25,000. Oh, no, lower than that. <laughs> be, be 5,000. 5,000? Is that your final answer? Yes. Um, you're off by three thousand. Is it eight thousand? 
it's the current capacity is eight thousand four hundred and twenty four. Wow. Um, now they were at um before I think it was like three years ago, they had um people go into different gyms and recount all of the seats. So before that, uh Newcastle was listed at almost ten thousand. They were listed at like nine thousand five hundred something, mm-hmm. nine thousand three hundred because of uh, they had artificial seating for one game uh, that they had to fill, and they used that as the official capacity. Right. Um, so I think this 8,000 is still counting the artificial seating, but most of it is the arena they play in. Right. Um, and it is fantastic. Mm. It is a fantastic arena. Um, if you ever get the chance to go... Uh, you specifically, Brady, or anyone else who's listening to this, go because it is, it is great. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it's just awesome. Um, so we got also Hammond Central. Um, they are a new school uh, from a couple years. Uh, they replaced um, Hammond. And I believe another school from Hammond, and they just like consolidated into Hammond Central. Uh, they're twenty-two and one. They're ranked number three in four A and in the state. Um, and their only losses, their only loss was to a team in Chicago, uh, Whitney Young, in uh, a tournament in Illinois, right. by five, mm-hmm. December on December twenty-seventh, uh, sixty-one to fifty-six. Um. I th- those two are the only ones that are not really in the area uh, for 4A. Uh, so, so 3A, uh, Mishawaka Marion, uh, 22 and two on the year now. Uh, they're ranked number two in 3A and number nine in the state. Uh, their only losses were to uh, Homestead in uh, the Homestead tournament championship game, uh, 55-49 uh, in overtime on December 29th. Uh, and also to Penn, uh, 66-52. to mm. uh, One of the only times Penn has scored under 80 points um, bef- uh, after losing to uh, Ben Davis. Um, they also, uh, the uh, Northwood uh, as well, uh, they're 21-2. and two. Uh, They're ranked number one in 3A and eighth in the state. Uh, their only losses are to Beach Grove um, in a Sneakers for Santa shootout down in <laughs> Brownsburg, uh, 55-51 against um, on December 3rd. Um, and then Ben Davis in the Hall of Fame Classic Championship game, 60-42. to um, uh, Another Gary school, but uh, in 3A, uh, Lake Station. Uh, they're ranked 8th in 3A. Uh, they're 19 and three overall. Uh, their only losses were to Gary West uh, by 464-60, November 29th. Uh, they got blown out by Munster, 84-66 uh, on uh, uh, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day by <laughs> from Munster, by the way, to Lake Station. Um, and then to Portage at Portage, 
uh, by three, 64 to 61. Um, North Judson, they're 20 and three. They're ranked 15th in 2A. Uh, their only losses are to Knox on the road, 42-39, December 21st. Uh, Western, 55-44, December 28th. Uh, in the Clinton Central Tournament, and to Rensselaer Central, 49-36, uh, January 20th. Uh, Fort Wayne Blackhawk, uh, state powerhouse in basketball. Uh, we'll get into more about Fort Wayne Blackhawk later, not basketball-related. Um, they're ranked fourth in two ways, 16th in the state. Uh, their only losses are to North Davies, 62-57 in overtime of the Bobcat of Davies County Classic. Uh then they lost to Fort Wayne uh, Bishop Dwanger, 64-61, uh, January 24th, uh, and to Fort Wayne Wayne, 75-73, January 28th. Uh, wrapping all that up, West Noble, 20-3, ranked 6-3A. Only losses were to Fort Wayne Blackhawks, 71-58, uh, in the Trine University Classic, December 30th, and to... Uh, uh, also, Northwood, 55-47, February 7th, and to Angola, 77-71. Uh, so now let's just jump into who's playing who in sectionals in the area. All right. Uh, so we're starting 4A, starting the port. Um, so this sectional is comprised of South Bend Adams, Michigan City, Plymouth, Mishawaka, Laporte, and South Bend Riley. So, first, uh, the field record, combined records of all teams is 81 and 52, which mm. is ninth best in the state. Really? Yes. Um, so, we got uh, South Bend Adams is facing Michigan City uh, in game one. Um, these games. These first four games, first two games, are all going to be February 28th, which is Tuesday. Um, so February 28th at Laporte is South Bend Adams versus Michigan City. Uh, Adams is 8-13 and 13 and Michigan City is 16-6. and six. Um, Who do you got in that one, Brady? We got Adams and Michigan City. <sighs> I want to say Adams, but I think Michigan City is gonna. I think it's gonna. I think this game is gonna go into overtime. I think it's gonna be. A, I think it's gonna be a one or two point game here. Oh, wow, okay. it's gonna be a close one. Okay, it's not gonna be a blowout. I, okay. I, I, I don't. I don't see that okay. happening. I think these sectionals are gonna be very interesting this okay. year. All right. So you got Michigan City winning then yeah, in by, overtime by like overtime two or, by two like or three. two, three. Okay. Uh, the second game. We have Plymouth versus Mishawaka. Um, Plymouth is ten and twelve, and Mishawaka is sixteen and six. Um, Mishawaka and Plymouth have both played each other um, this year, obviously because both teams are in the same conference. And Mishawaka won that game, um, sixty-three to fifty-five. See, Kenny, you know I gotta love Plymouth. I'm I'm from there. It's my hometown. But I think you got to go with Mishawaka in this game. I think they're a little well-rounded, okay. you know, a little bit more well-rounded as a team than Plymouth. But, okay. you know, 
I don't think it's going to be a blowout. It's probably going to be probably, uh, I'm going to say an eight or eight, maybe 10 point game by Mishawaka. They'll probably win. They'll probably, uh, they'll probably dominate through most of the game. I think Plymouth will try to, you know, cook something up probably in the fourth, try to do something, but I don't think it's going to, I don't think they're going to be able to win that game, sadly. Okay. All right. So he's got Mishawaka winning game two. Um, on February 28th. Now, March 3rd, uh, we have Laporte facing the winner of Game 1. Um, and then in the second game, Riley South Bend Riley facing the winner of Game 2. So in our little hypothetical here, it would be for on March 3rd, it would be Laporte facing Michigan City. Mm. So Michigan City would enter 17-6, and six, and Laporte enters that game in their own sectional. 17 and 6. So in that first game, who do you think is going to the sectional championship? I think Laporte. Um okay. I mean What do you think, Kenny? Um I'm mixed. See, I I really don't know because I honestly don't know any of these teams well enough to give a prediction. Um and oh, so the oh, so Laporte and Michigan City have met already. Hmm. Um, oh, because they are in the same conference. That's right. <laughs> um, and Laporte won at Michigan City by three, seventy-six to seventy-three. So, um, the old saying is, it's hard to beat a team twice in one year. So I uh, give me Michigan City. You're taking Michigan. I'll right. take Michigan City in that one. Um, I think it's going to be at least five points. Um, I don't think it's going to be above ten. I think it's going to be one of those close games, but free throws at the end are going to make the score look bigger than what it is. Right. Um, so I think it's going to feel like a two-point game, but it's probably going to end up like a five-point game. 61-56 or something like that or whatever, uh, only because of free throws at the end of the game. Um, but, again, I have Michigan City winning that one if I were to pick. Um, and then that leaves uh, in game two uh, South Bend Riley um, and in our little hypothetical it would be Mishawaka. Right. Um, and that one, Brady, who do you got? You got 13-9 and nine versus uh, what would be 17-6. and six. I'm calling an upset here. I think South Bend oh, Riley is wow. going to beat Mishawaka. Oh, wow. It's going to be an upset here. So both teams have uh, not played each other, uh, which is weird because they're both kind of local to each other, but okay. Um, so it'll be the first time those teams met. Uh, uh, give me Mishawaka big. Big by at least ten points. Mm. Um, now that is if that is if they can even play the game. Mm. And I am hinting at something that we'll get into later, right? About South Bend Riley, and it also it also involves another South Bend school. You do the math at which one do you think it is? Don't tell me. 
leave, I'll, I'll ask you which one do you think it is at, at the time we talk about that. And then March 4th would be the championship game. Um, so uh, most of these games, I'll just say this now, uh, most games, the first two games will be played February 28th. Um, the next two games would be played March 3rd. The championship game would be March 4th. Um, so we'll jump to the other 4A sectional, uh, Elkhart. Um, that's the other local sectional. Um, this field record is 78 and 55. So that's 15th best in the state. Uh, so the teams in this sectional, um, for game one, uh, we're going to have a rematch of the game that happened just recently. Penn versus Elkhart, uh, Penn 23 and one and Elkhart, a 16 and six record. Um, for me, Brady, give Penn, give me Penn. By 42. I'll take Penn also by, yeah, 40, 40, 45. It's going to be, it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. There's, it's not going to be close. Yeah. If they don't win by more than 30, I would consider that a good effort by Elkhart. By Elkhart. Yes. Yes. Because the last time that Penn and Elkhart uh, met on the hardwood, Penn won. Uh, 85-24. So they didn't just win by 30. They didn't just win by 40. They won by 51. Um. That's, so, yeah, get, so give me Penn by, you know, 40. Uh, yeah. So, and I said 42. That's being fair. Yeah, that's, that's a been, fair that, number. That's being fair to both Elkhart and to Penn. Yeah. <laughs> um. So in game two, uh, we have Northridge. And Warsaw, uh, Northridge comes in at thirteen and ten, on uh, Warsaw fourteen and nine. I will say, Northridge's thirteen and ten record is a little bit uh, deceiving, because they played Northwood in their game really close, early in uh, kind of early midway through the year, uh, they played them super close. So that thirteen and ten record, I think, looks a little better than what. It, it does right now. Mm. Uh, but that being said, give me Warsaw in that game. I'm taking Warsaw also. I'd um, say by at least five points as well. That's what I was um, thinking. Probably I think five. it's going to be competitive, but again, kind of like the uh, Laporte-Michigan City game for my uh, prediction, it's going to come down to free throws at the end to make it a little bit more padded. Pa- yeah, they're going to pad the scoring a little bit. Um so, um, the next game would be Penn versus Goshen. Uh, a Goshen is 500, 11 and 11. And then Penn would come in 24 and 1. Penn by 30. Uh, give me Penn by 45 in that game. Uh, and we're and it's not like we're saying these as a joke. No, uh, we're, no, being no, no. we're serious. saying this was, as like this literally could seriously happen. No, it will happen. <laughs> Touche. I stand corrected. It will happen. Uh, and then the second game would be Warsaw versus Concord. Uh, Concord is one game over 500 at 11 and 10. And then Warsaw would enter 15 and 9. Uh, now, Concord and Warsaw will obviously have both played each other, uh, both in the same conference. Uh, and Warsaw uh, won that game 52 to 35. 
Uh, so give me give me Warsaw again. War, I'm um, gonna say Warsaw by probably 15 is my. Yeah, give me Warsaw by at least 10. Maybe I'll go eight. Think eight. Uh, yeah. I think it's gonna be about 15. Just just only because again, it's kind of hard to beat the same team twice. So the team kind of has a, a, a scout on you already. But you also kind of have a scout on them because you true. saw how they played. True. So. That's true. Um, so, yeah. Then that would leave for the championship game uh, Penn versus Warsaw. Penn and Warsaw have played already. Uh, but, but Penn only won by 10. 50 to 40. So... With that being said, give me pen by twenty. I was gonna, I was literally gonna say pen by twenty, but yeah, yeah, I, I agree, Kenny, I agree. So yeah, so that would be the winner of Elkhart. We're saying is Penn, and then the winner of Laporte. We're saying is Michigan City. But are you saying South Bend Riley? I'm saying an upset. I'm saying, saying South Bend Riley's South gonna Riley. upset. Okay, so you've got South Bend Riley. Uh. Did I add, so you got South Bend Riley versus um it was uh Michigan, Michigan City. City. So never, who, yeah, I don't think we ever got into the who the do you, Yeah, who is who do you think is going to win in South Bend Riley and Michigan City? Oh. Oh wait, didn't I already Oh wait. So oh Riley would no, face Riley, Mishawaka. I think Mishawaka is going to you think Mishawaka is going to be? Well, wait, did no? You had Riley beating Mishawaka. Oh yes, yeah, sorry, I had an upset, and then, and then Riley's never... not going to beat Michigan. Okay, Michigan City. No, Michigan okay, City's going to win. You got City's going to win. City's yeah. going to win. So we got we both have City winning uh, the Laporte sectional. Right. Um. So we're going to drop down to three A. Yeah. Because uh, there's no other local love three A teams. Uh. So the Knox sectional. Uh. That can field record it's sixty and fifty two. Uh. That's twenty third best in the state. Uh, so the first game, the only game, February 28th, is uh, John Glenn versus Tippy Valley. Uh, John Glenn comes in at 13 and 10, and Tippecanoe Valley comes in at 18 and 5. Um, and they just lost to Marion recently. Um, it was a fairly close game, um, but I. Look up to see if both teams have played already, um, and they have not. So this would be the first meeting of these two schools for this year. Um, and give me Tippy Valley. I'm taking Tippy by. I, I'll say by nine. Ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So nine, ten points, somewhere in there. Um, and then so the second game, which would be March third, would be Knox versus Culver Academy. <laughs> um, give me CMA. I got a thing against Culver Academy, but that's oh, a whole nother. That's a whole nother. Okay. That's a whole nother okay. thing. Uh, give me CMA by that in that game. Um, uh, give me them by seven. I sadly have to agree. Um, wow, I thought you were going to take Knox because of that. No, I have to agree. Culver Academy, they're. I don't like them, but they're going to win that game. They're going to win. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then we have uh, – we both have Tippecanoe Valley facing Bremen. 
Uh, so Bremen faces the winner of game one. Uh, Bremen is abysmal this year in basketball. They are now 2-20. and 20. I'm calling it, Kenny. Don't the biggest know. upset in so Bremen basketball. You're calling it here? Tippy Valley loses in overtime by a desperation. A desperation three. Buzzer chimes. Bremen <laughs> wins. 63-60 to 60 in overtime. I will shave my head if that happens bald. Okay. I think it's going to happen. If that, okay, if well, I, don't, that, I don't think it's going to happen. I know it's... If that score exactly happens, you are going to shave your head. I will shave my head. 63 okay. to... Th- and it has to be an overtime, and they have yep. to win by a desperation yep. three. Yep. Just a quick... Just a... Yep. Um... Respectfully. But realistically, Bremen's getting smoked. They're probably losing by 40. Uh, <laughs> okay. But I want Bremen to win. I, I want that to be – because that – you know how much – how they're playing like, Tippy Valley, mm-hmm. right? You know how dogged on everyone would just – that would be so funny for Tippy Valley to lose to Bremen. <laughs> like who who's lost to Bremen? What? Uh, who's like, lost to Bremen? Yeah, they have two wins. Um, <laughs> oh, the list is short enough I can count on one finger. Uh, that's how bad. Uh, let me pull up Bremen's uh, schedule here. Uh, we got there. You are. All right. So the teams that have lost to um, them. And these are going to be like, oh, why? Uh, Oregon Davis. Yeah. Yeah. 42 to 32. Uh, and then they lost to Culver. 35-32. Now, here's here's the interesting thing about Culver. And and this is also kind of a kind of making a shot at LaVille here. I know I, I never would make a shot at LaVille. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like one of those how shots. Culver beat LaVille. Yeah. 65-54. So what you're that, telling me is... Does that mean that... Bremen is better than LaVille because... No. No. I will shoot that down right now. No. Yes. Because we've already beaten Bremen already. 42-37. to 37. Uh, So we're better than LaVille. Uh, we're better than Bremen. <laughs> no, we're not we're better, better than LaVille. LaVille okay. is better than LaVille. I will say that. LaVille is better than LaVille. You only won by five, though. Hey, we beat Bremen. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, So I respectfully disagree with your first prediction, Brady, Um, because Bremen is getting the doors spanked off of them. <laughs> I mean, this is not even going to be close. Uh, Give me Tippy Valley uh, by 30. Wow. And then that would mean that the sectional championship game would be between CMA and Tippy Valley. Got to go with the Vikings of TV. Mm-hmm. Give me them by eight. I'm going Tippy Valley by three. Ooh, yeah, it's going to be game. close game. All right. We both have Tippy Valley coming out of the not yeah, sectional. I, I will never root for Culver Academy to win. 
like even if I know they're gonna win, I'm not gonna root. I mean, I I I know they're gonna win that one game, but I don't know. I I just won't. <laughs> And like you said, we won't go into it on this podcast because obviously it's something that should be said in another podcast, I guess. Yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll jump to the Gymtown sectional then, uh, staying in 3A. Uh, so the team's in there. Uh, first game would be uh, Mishawaka Marion and our favorite <laughs> South Bend Clay. South Bend Clay, <laughs> baby. We got 22-2 and two versus 11-11. and 11. Uh, both of these teams have met before previously this year. Uh, Mishawaka Marion um, obviously won pretty handedly 70-36 to over South Bend Clay at South Bend Clay. Um, so give me Marion oh, by 30. So it's Marion versus South Bend Clay. So we don't condone um, doing hard drugs um, but if you are a fan of South Bend Clay, I'm not going to scold you because, honestly, they're going to lose by 50. I'm calling it. They're losing by 50. It's not even going to be like you're going to have to like it's like that scene from Space Jam where Michael Jordan gets squished like a bug like flat, like literally flat. That's what it's going to be like clay. Like they're just going to be absolutely demolished. Like it's not it, it, no contest. It, it, it's going to it's going to get to the point where, you know, it's like you have a running clock in football. There should be a running clock, you know. There is. There is a running clock? Yeah. How 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 35. It's 35. 35. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to that's going to happen. Okay, yeah, I can they're, see that. They're gonna they're gonna lose, and they're not gonna think it was a basketball game. They're gonna think it was like, um, what's a sport you get a lot of points in? It's really high. Oh no, uh, uh, South Bend Clay's score is gonna be like a hockey game. That's what's that's that's the amount of points they're gonna score is like a hockey game, dude. They're gonna score like maybe two goals or two points. The joke, of course. They're gonna they're gonna score more than that, but wow, it's gonna be it's gonna be painful. I'm not watching that game. I'm not going to that game. You're, you're going? No, I'm not going. Oh, I thought you said not you're going. going. I'm like, oh, heck no! Need some bleach there, for your there, eyes. There's better games to There's go so to that I'm better. gonna list off. Yeah, no. Uh, so the second game, um, is gonna be Jim Town versus South Bend St. Joe. Uh, Jimtown is five and seventeen, and St. Joe is ten and fourteen. So I think you just got to go with the statistics I'm just, here. I'm just gonna go St. Joe. Yeah, St. Uh, Joe. I'm not even gonna give a prediction because I really don't care. I mean, I'll um, just say by ten. Okay. I think it's just gonna be <laughs> okay. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter at all. Neither of those teams are gonna win the sectionals. No, so. but it does bring up a good first game for the semifinals. Because we have a rematch of Marion versus South Bend Washington, and Washington is sixteen and five. Marion would enter twenty three and two. Um, and Marion has beaten Washington, beat Washington earlier uh, by twenty sixty nine forty nine at Marion. So give me Marion by fifteen. I'm doing Marion by ten. I think it's gonna be. Okay. I think it's gonna be a little closer. Okay. But I think it could swing to, you know, they might only win by five, or it might just be a really close game. Mm, yeah. Neck to neck. I mean or it could everything be a, on the line. It could be an absolute just 
demolishing out. by Marion. Yeah, but I just um, don't see that. Yeah, I don't see Washington winning that game. Um, so the second game for the semifinals would be um, New Prairie uh, entering at 9-13. and 13, uh, And we both have South Bend-St. Joe in that game. They would be 11-14. and 14. Um, It's another one of those we really don't care because they're care. not going to win the sectional anyway. We already know who's going to um, win the sectional. Yeah, we're just going to jump straight to uh, we both have Marion winning the sectional. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Now we're going to jump over to Northwood. Uh, the Northwood <laughs> sectional. Now this 70, is interesting. 74 and 39. Second best in the state. Oh, well, obviously. Well, yeah, we know it, what's number one. What what's number one? What, uh, number one in the state for 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 the sectional fields? Yeah, that's uh, what is it? Uh, you're not you're not gonna get it. I'm not gonna get it. You're not gonna get it. Really? Yeah. Take a wild guess. I I okay. You, do you know what it is without looking at it? I do. You do? I do. What is it? Muncie Central. Oh. Oh, they probably only have like. Let me guess. They have like 17 losses. Maybe not. Maybe less. I don't know. Uh, No, they have more than 17. Really? Uh, But they're north of 80 uh, 80 wins. Well north of 80 wins. It's like... So just give me their... So who's all in that uh, Uh, So it's a 4A sectional. Right. We have New Palestine. Uh, they're in the the uh, quarterfinals. They have the bye. They're twenty one and two. Mm-hmm. Richmond, sixteen oh, and six. Richmond, yeah. Pendleton Heights, seven and sixteen. They are the only team with the losing record. Um, Muncie Central, fifteen and seven. Mount Vernon, fourteen and eight. Anderson, nineteen and four. Greenfield Central, twenty-one and one. So you put all of those combined, that sectional field is one thirteen and forty-four. Yeah. Disgusting. Lee, good. <laughs> but yeah, so Northwood sectional is the second best uh, at seventy-four and thirty-nine, uh, and the first game. Pitts Wawa C nine and thirteen versus Northwood at twenty one and two. Um let, let's just not even waste our breath picking the winner of that game. Everyone knows that. Um uh second game on March third. So the first game on March third, Lakeland versus West Noble. Mm. So Lakeland sixteen and seven versus West Noble twenty and three. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna personally take West Noble, but I'm going to take well under 10. I'm going to go like 5. I'm going to say it's a really close game. I think it's going to be a really close game also, but I think it's going to swing the other direction there, Kenny. Well, you're, you're pulling the upset. I'm pulling the upset here. Okay. All right. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Dumb and Dumber. Wow, that is okay. Wow, we need to rain it back. Uh, so the second game uh, would pit Fairfield 
eight and fourteen versus Northwood. We already know. So in other news, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so the uh, sectional semifinal, uh, sectional championship of the Northwood sectional for you, Brady. That pits Lakeland at seventeen and seven versus Northwood at twenty twenty three and two. Who do you got? Northwood. Okay. Um. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's there's no point. I mean, there might be a little bit of a resistance, but it's going to be a twenty point win, I think, easily. Okay. Twenty um, points. And then for me, I have West Noble and Northwood a rematch of the game um, February 7th at uh, West Noble. Um, Unfortunately, the rematch will not end in a different result. Give me Northwood by two. Wow. By two. I'm Um, I'm saying Northwood by six. um, Okay. Okay. Um, So enough of 3A. We're going to move to 2A, uh, and we're going to focus on LaVille's sectional. Don't worry, everyone. We're going through the whole alphabet. We're going to get to 4B, 3C. D- d- don't worry. We're, no, we're <laughs> not covering everybody. Um, so in 2A, this is 2A, uh, uh, the North Judson sectional. Uh, field record, um, 64 and 69. So not great, not bad either. Um, but first game is Wheeler at North Judson. Wheeler comes in at three and nineteen, and North Judson's twenty and three. North Judson. We're not going to waste our breath. Um, now, second game is going to be. I think it's going to be close. We got Laville fourteen and nine versus Hebron uh, twelve and ten. Now Hebron has beat Laville already early in the year. Um, Hebron beat Laville. Uh, let's see. Pull up that game. Uh, they won, Hebron won at home against Bream, uh, LaVille, um, 60 to 47. Uh, give me the Lancers in that game. Uh, I am going to be a homer. Um, I'm going to wear that on my sleeve. Uh, in every podcast episode, if we talk about LaVille, give me LaVille, uh, by seven. I think I'm going to have to. I, I got to take LaVille. I mean, I'm probably going to. I think it's going to be a little bit better of a game for LaVille. So I'm going to say LaVille by, I'll say 12. LaVille by 12. Okay. All right. And then so in the second game, uh, well, on the first game of the semifinals, we have South Central 5-16 and 16 versus North Judson. We're not going to do anything because we all know who's going to win that one too. Um, so we'll jump right into the second game. Um, I'm pretty sure you had North Judson winning that first game, right? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 just, I had to ask, but I didn't have to ask. You didn't ask. have to ask. Um, so we have South Bend Career Academy, uh, 10 and 12 versus LaVille, 14 and 9. Uh, the Lancers have already played. Well, they'd be 15 uh, and. No, 15 and 9. 15 and 9. Uh, Career Academy and LaVille have already faced off before. And the Lancers won handedly, seventy-five to fifty-nine. I don't expect any sort of difference in that game. Give Same. me the Lancers by ten. Mm, yeah, Lancers by ten. Yeah. Okay, uh, and that means sectional championship faces Laville 
at 16 and 9 versus North Judson at uh 21 22 and 3 um unfortunately i think the lancers come up short against north judson um just the fact that north judson's playing at home uh, and just how good north judson is uh north judson's going to come out with the win and be crowned sectional champions uh, but it's going to be closer than what the experts think uh, give me uh, the Blue Jays uh, plus six. I believe in magic, Kenny. I believe in the Lancers. <laughs> and I'm I'm making some interesting claims here today because I think they're going to go out there and they're going to win by at least a bare minimum of nine points, the Lancers. I'm calling it. At least nine points. Okay. They're gonna they're gonna dom they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna kind of they're gonna they're gonna set the tone for the game because we'll know who's gonna probably win that game in the first quarter because they'll who whichever those are two pretty dominant like you know you'll know who's gonna win that game for, right. usually yeah so unless it's the lady lancers then you know sometimes you know it's yeah. a little different but right exactly yeah um. I never said I didn't believe in the Lancers. No, that's not what I'm saying, Kenny. I'm saying I just I I believe in the guys. Okay. You know, right. they're the, they're they're the boys. They I, got it. I like it. I like your pick. I hope you're right, and I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, so now we've go, we're gonna jump over to the Westview sectional. Um, we'll kind of brief we'll briefly touch on this one because there's really no local teams playing in it. Um, I mean, there is, but there isn't none local to um, the vicinity of uh, northern Indiana-ish. Um, right. But, I mean, you got all the northeast corner conference teams playing each other. Um, so, uh, Churubusco, 13-9 at Westview is game one. And then Fremont, 12-10 versus Prairie Heights at 15-8. Uh, the winner of those two games will face in game one would be uh, Eastside uh, versus probably Westview. Um, and then Central Noble at 17 and 6 versus probably Prairie Heights at uh, 16 and 8. Um, and then I probably would have Central Noble winning that sectional. Mm -hmm. um, pretty yeah. close. Um, and then in the Rochester sectional. Uh, we have Winnemac eight and fifteen versus North Miami one and twenty one. Um, give me Winnemac to get the nine wins on the year. Uh, and then we have Pioneer versus Lewis Cass, um, a rivalry game um, between those two schools. Uh, Pioneers five and eighteen, and Lewis Cass is fifteen and seven. Give me Cass uh, in that game, and then Wabash would face. Um, the winner of game one, which I would say would be Winnemac. Give me Wabash. And then Rochester would face Lewis Cass. Give me Lewis Cass. And uh, I would say that Wabash is going to come out of that sectional. Mm -hmm. um, oh, we'll jump to uh, Triton. Um, uh, the Rochester sectional and um, Westview sectionals, their field records are Westview is 70 and 64, which is top 25. It's 25th in the state. And then Rochester is abysmal. 
56 and 76. And it doesn't help when you have a team that's 1 and 21 in your sectional. Yeah. Um, so that's 21 losses right there. Um, Triton, uh, they're 76 and 79. So fairly decent. Um, uh, first game would be Trinity Green Lawn versus Culver. Uh, Trinity is 6 and 16. Culver's 10 and 12. Uh, Culver's coming off a loss against Bremen, uh, who came into that game uh, one and twenty. Um, give me, give me Culver. I'll take Culver also. And then second game we have Argus and Triton, uh, two rivals. Uh, give me Argus in that game. Uh, Argus is fourteen and seven, and Triton is twelve and ten. I think Triton's gonna win. I'm calling. Triton. Oh, Triton. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then we have probably the winner of the sectional is going to be coming from this game, uh, Marquette Catholic. Uh, they are from Michigan City, and then Westville. Uh, both teams are sixteen and seven. Uh, give me uh, Marquette Catholic only because they have the um, the resume from previous wins and state um, uh, championship runs uh, before, so they know how to win. Give me um, Marquette Catholic. I'll have to go with Marquette Catholic. Also, they got the they got the know how. Mm-hmm. They've done it before, so uh, so the Oregon Davis would face uh, most likely Culver. Uh, that's two and twenty versus eleven and twelve. Yeah, give me Culver. Yeah, we're not even gonna waste our breath. Um, and then Marquette Catholic would face Argus. Give me Marquette Catholic because I don't think Argus is up t- to the challenge. Um, uh, that's not a shot at Jason Breeden's team. Jason Breeden's team is tough. Uh, they're physical. They're about every Argus team I've seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, very defensive heavy um, and all that. Um, so I think Marquette Catholic is going to come out of that sectional because I don't think Culver is going to stand a chance against them. Um, and then real quick, uh, the Hamilton sectional for 1A. Um, Triton is also a 1A, uh, by the way. Uh, the Triton, uh, the Hamilton uh, sectional, their field record is 47 and 60. Um, uh, Bethany Christian faces Hamilton in the first game. Hamilton's 0 and 17. Uh, Bethany Christian's 13 and 10. Uh, give me Bethany. Um, and then. Uh, March 3rd, we got Lakewood Park versus Lakeland Christian. Uh, Lakeland Christian is going to come out of that sectional, by the way. They're 18-5. and five. Uh, Give me the Lakeland Christian to win that mm-hmm. sectional. Uh, Elkhart Christian would face the winner of game one, which is Bethany Christian uh, and Hamilton. Uh, doesn't matter. I'm not even going to waste my breath. Uh, Lakeland Christian is going to win that sectional easily. Uh, now to some other uh, high school news. Um, South Bend St. Joe uh, is coming under fire because of their mascot name. Mm. They are currently the Indians. Right. And they are considering a mascot change. Um, And I've heard from sources that the Carpenters are a strong favorite to replace the Indians. I hate that. Personally. You hate that. Okay. Well, it's okay. Why and what nickname would you give them? La Carpetron. Uh, I'm making a joke here. Uh, so I would just keep the name. I think it's, you know, I don't know how long they've had the name. 
for a while. For a long time, it seems like. But, you know, I don't think it's disrespecting anyone or really anything bad because it's actually, you know, showing light to Indians. I don't. It's not, you know, that's one thing is I don't like, you know, them changing stuff like that, right. you know, because right. it gets rid of history and, yeah. you know. Yeah. You can't change history. I mean, it happened, and, you know, yeah. what you can do is you can either honor or you can remember, and if you decide you want to forget, then you'll repeat it. Right. So right. that's why I think they should just stay. Stay the Indians. Stay the Indians, personally. Mm. But if they had to change, I would do something that has to maybe do with, um, I don't know, just – a mascot, which would be cool, because the Carpenters. Okay, all right. I don't know, man. Well, okay, like it's well, not bad. Like I, but I, like late, like I guess Carpenter. I mean, basket like bas. I mean, that's basketball. This is that's just their their school mascot, right? Yes. So that that would that feels more just like you could be related to basketball, but a Carpenter. Like well, well. Here's I don't the, know. Here's the thing: they're a Catholic school. They're South Bend Saint Joseph. Mm. Joseph, who was he? A carpenter. A carpenter. Okay. So, so th- there's a little bit of bib- uh, biblical um, aspect to it, right? But I kind of agree. Carpenter. The carpenters. You like, can come up with a better nickname. Laville Lancer. That's perfect. I love that. Yes. Plymouth Pilgrims. Or Plymouth Rockies. Or Rockies. Because they, cause they have two. You they, know, have two yeah. they are the only school, I believe, that has two nicknames. Yeah. For well, their school. But the Rockies is mainly when you refer to their football. It is football and I think wrestling. Yeah. But, but any other sport, any other is, sport Pilgrims. is Pilgrims. And I love that name. That's yes. a perfect name for Plymouth. Yes. Lancers. That's really cool. Right, yeah. I mean... John Glenn Falcons. Falcons. Yes. Amazing. Great name. Eagles. Eagles. Knights. Literally all, all anything. Those. All of those. Kingsmen. I think that I think Penn is the only school that uses Kingsmen mm-hmm. as their nickname. I've never heard of that before. Okay. And then Mishawaka is the Cavemen. It, it's, yeah. They're, they're great nicknames. Great nicknames. Um... And I, I, I will say, since we're talking about nicknames, I am upset at Elkhart High School mm. for not using a great nickname that they had. So I'll give you I'll give you a little bit here. So Elkhart Central and Elkhart Memorial were heated rivals. Um, and in football, they both played for a trophy called the Mangy Lion. Mm. Um now, when they consolidated, they had uh, different uh, nicknames available. Um, and the one that struck me was uh, they were considered, um, and I think they should have been, the Elkhart Mangy Lions. I and remember this. Paying homage to right. the rivalry mm-hmm. with keeping... The Lions name, because right. I like the Lions, mm-hmm. but Lions just just overused for yeah. a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. But Mangy Lions just stands out. But it fell short to Lions, and I'm still upset by that. Um, I don't lose sleep over it. Um, 
but it's one of those it's like you guys missed out on a really good opportunity which is unfortunate um but that's all i got to say about that high school football news we got we got some heated stuff to get into here yeah especially stuff from down in indianapolis but we're going to start right here in northern indiana specifically the school right up the road Laville High School. Oh, yeah. They named their new head football coach. Uh, defensive coordinator Jeff Kayser becomes the 14th head football coach for the Laville Lancers. Um, and he's got some big-time shoes to fill. Oh, yeah. Because um, he's taking over for Will uh, Will Hostrauser, um, and he was the winningest coach in uh, LV history. Uh, he finished 79-33. and 33. And that's a he won seventy percent of his games. Mm-hmm. Great coach, um, and I'm really looking forward to uh, where Laville goes from here, especially under uh, um, uh, new new uh, management um, under Jeff Kayser. Um, I am excited uh, to see what the Lancers have in store for themselves. Um, it's going to be tough with the senior class that they are, are losing. losing. Yep. Um, but that th- that foundation uh, has been set for excellence. And if you want to be great, you got to put in the work. Right. And the work starts after your last loss. Got to have that Mamba mentality. Oh, man. for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, more football news uh we're gonna jump over to the fort wayne area because this one's kind of this one's kind of cool i kind of like this uh so fort wayne blackhawk mm-hmm. um basketball school well-known basketball school um multiple state championships um multiple good players coming out of there um they just started playing football last year eight-man football mm-hmm. yes um, so they won the state title last year in eight man football in the inaugural season of eight man football. What, um, what have you? Wow. Yeah. And they're jumping to 11 man football this year. This is going to be interesting. Yes. Um, so I think they have to wait. I think think maybe two years before they can jump into actually being an IHSAA recognized school right. uh, for football. Because right now they are listed as a 1A school, but they cannot go into the tournament just yet. Right. Um, I don't know what that all entails to join. Uh, I will need to look that up, and I will have that in our next episode. Uh, right. We'll briefly touch on this subject. Um so now to the big news I'm talking about from down in Indianapolis. <laughs> okay. So what two schools do you think I'm talking about? Is this is for football. Uh this is for all sports. So by Indy there's oh man. What's the name of the school? It's also a town or a city. Is it car uh not Carmel, no. It's uh, what's it? Uh, um, 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 um. I can't. Dang it, Kenny! It's I know. Not, it's not Carmel. It's not Carmel. Is it Carmel? Yes. It is Carmel. It is. Carmel. I thought it was Carmel. It's Carmel. Carmel is one of the schools. It's Carmel, and then the other is the other one with an M. 
No. No? Okay. No. I was thinking of it something It also starts else. with a C, though. Oh, uh, it's... I don't know. It's Carmel and Center Grove. Center Grove! Yes. All the rich kids go yes. to Center Grove. No, man. all the rich kids oh, go to Carmel. Carmel. But Center so. Grove is better than Carmel, yes. right? Yes. Yes. Which is funny Preach because it. all the rich kids go to... Preach it. I, I always get those two mixed because... <laughs> I've I go to, I've been to Carmel a couple times. I've never been to Sorry any any game. Yeah, I've not been to any games, but like you've been in the city. Before. I've been in the city, and yeah. I love Carmel. I mean, it's great, it's, but it's all right. No, it's a not. Like it's it. a it's the Dollar General indie, if you will. Yeah, it's 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 smaller. Um, it, they they want to be big, but they're really not. They can't get any bigger. That's no, the they issue. Can't. They can't. They don't um, got the room. Right. Exactly. So. Uh, they played a basketball game uh, a while ago, um, and after after the game, uh, Center Grove won. By the way, and uh, the the student section stormed the court. Uh, no problem with that. Um, but in the handshake line, and and coming out, um, the the Carmel coach uh, told his players that when they leave, they need to go back around the baseline to go around all of the students. No big deal there. That's what you should do mm-hmm. anyway. Um, but the head coach did not. He went against what he told his players, and he went straight through um, the students on the court for at Center Grove, um, shoving students out of the way um, and what have you. And he shoved a student uh, that didn't take that very nicely. And shoved him back, um, and now um, Carmel has reached out to Center Grove, um, stating that they no longer want the rivalry to continue. So, um, in order to do this, Carmel would have to pay a thousand dollars for because of they would have they would be forfeiting the rest of the series. Really? Yes. And this is all stemming from that one incident. And Carmel stating, we no, lo- we no longer want to play you. And this is all after being voted out of the biggest conference in northern Indiana, uh, in, in Indiana, in, in, in central Indiana, the Metropolitan Interscholastic Conference, which is the Indianapolis Big School Conference. Right. They, both schools got voted out two years ago. And they've been both being uh, been playing. Which honestly, schedule. I don't agree with Center Grove being taken out of that conference. No, no. Carmel, I can understand. Carmel, yes, because no one wants to play them. Well, yeah, because they're they have okay, they're so a bunch they, of rich, spoiled kids who just cry. Yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah. that's that's Carmel. Yeah, yeah, and and they have almost four thousand students. They're the largest enrollment school in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just. I don't want to say it's unfair, but it's unfair. Mm-hmm. Um, but Center Grove got voted out too. But they would be a perfect fit. Uh, Center Grove is trying to join um, the one of the conferences just almost just north of them. Uh, I forget what it is, but I can find it because it's a per- it'll be a perfect fit for them too. Um, so we'll find we'll find that conference here. Um, uh, the Hoosier Crossroads Conference. 
uh, the, the Hoosier Crossroads is it's a smaller big school conference, um, and it's got it's got a few Indianapolis schools. It's got Avon, hmm. uh, Zionsville, uh, Westfield, and Fishers. Oh yeah, uh, Noblesville too. So it it's got those. It's got Indi- some it's teams. Got the Indi- it's got the Indianapolis schools, right? But smaller. It's a little smaller. A yeah. little, yeah, a little smaller. So it would be a perfect fit for Center Grove. Um, that conference has said no to Center Grove, and has turned down Carmel. Well, when the issue with Carmel is, it's not just that they have four thousand students. It's that they have probably some, probably the nicest facilities. Is my guess. So they have, you know. The best equipment, the best everything. So, I mean, it's like play. It's like college, dude. It's literally a college. Like, yeah. they're literally a college. Yeah. Like that's like basically yeah. what they are. Yeah. So, you have like a college level team playing against high school teams. It, yeah, it's not. It's fair. not. It's and it's not even that it's not fair. It's just like they should not be allowed to be that big if they want to play in yeah, you know no. collegiate yeah. sport. They they should not be that big. It's too big. We're not in California, right. and and it's like the only way that they can, they can um, reduce that is to split in the two schools, which they should they, do. They, would, they should, but they weren't. They're not. They won't ever do that. Yeah. Um, uh, sticking with Center Grove, uh, they are playing in football because they are they're independent right now. They're playing the Division One state champion from Ohio. This past year, um, you laugh, dude. This center growth schedule for football is starting to turn out to be one of the toughest in the in the state. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, the first game of the year is a neutral site game against Lakewood St. Edward from Ohio. Um, their next game is at Carmel, which could change, by the way, if Carmel backs out. Right. Uh, their next game, another powerhouse from Kentucky, Louisville Trinity, and then they play another powerhouse from Cincinnati, Cincinnati Moeller. Um, so, and then they play a couple of uh, metropolitan schools uh, with the and with the likes of Indianapolis Cathedral, who is just a state powerhouse in almost every sport. Yeah, that's just kind of a known. Yeah. <laughs> um, known thing. Yeah. But and then we're gonna jump back to Northern Indiana, uh, and then we'll jump back down to Indianapolis uh, for the last little bit. But back here, Northern Indiana for football, backyard brawl between Penn and Mishawaka mm-hmm. is back on for this year. Um, August twenty fifth, Penn will face. Mishawaka at TCU Free Field, home of the five-time state champion, Penn Kingsman. Um, and this will be the 65th all-time meeting between the two schools. You going to that game, Kenny? Heck yes, I am. Give me some t- – I'll, I'll have to go with you because it's going to be a good game, I'll tell hey, you. Hey, you find a way to get up here, we'll take it to it. Um, Penn leads the all-time series. Um on paper, it doesn't seem like a rivalry. Because mm-hmm. Penn leads 48-15-1. So, yeah. It doesn't seem like a rivalry, but it is a heated 
rivalry. You talk about two teams who don't like each other. Penn and Mishawaka do not like each other. Who are you supporting in that game? Penn. Yeah. I grew up. I so. For all of you out there, I grew up a Penn fan. I grew up in the Penn School District. I uh, went to a Penn school, and I was going to be going to Penn High School. Um, but uh, I ended up going to LaVille. Um, but, yeah, I grew up a big-time Penn, Penn fan. So, um, and uh, I just never liked Mishawaka either. Um since growing up a Penn fan, I, I, I couldn't like Mishawaka. Right. So, yeah, I'm going to be rooting, rooting, rooting for the Kingsmen. <laughs> um, Same thing here. That's my, that's my team. I like Penn Minus a lot li- more. Yeah. It's just how it is. Exactly. Um, but we'll jump back down to Indianapolis because we got to talk about Ben Davis in football. This is the biggest thing that's ever happened to a team from Indiana. Ever, I would say. Ben Davis got a team from Florida to come up here. A powerhouse, by the way. What team? IMG Academy. They had IMG Academy. IMG Academy is going to Ben Davis. For football. For football. For football. Football. I'm going to that game. No, you are not. Why? (laughs) IMG Academy versus Ben Davis? Versus Ben Davis. Are you going to that game? No. Why? It's IMG Academy. It's at Ben Davis. It's in Indianapolis. Yeah. It's September 8th. Okay? Oh, I might not even be. Dude, I want to go to that game. I know you want to go, I but go you're to not going. So I'm, I'm going to let you know now you're not going. Are you? Are, I'm what, not, what, I'm what, not why going. Why is you? that, huh? I'll go get an Airbnb down there. Go watch oh, the game. Oh, sure you. They will. got. I. Well, I mean, they are the number nine. Well, they're not number. Are they? They. They're. They're number nine for basketball. What are they ranked for football? Uh, football. We'll check max preps. Uh, football. They're ranked pretty high. I would think they're probably in the top for the for what? IMG is fifth. Well, IMG in, in, the, in the nation. Fifth. In the nation. Uh, in, in the nation. Yes. Yeah. In Florida, they're probably number one. Right. Um, no, they're probably number two because I know there's another. Uh, number two. They're number two. N- number one is. Uh, you won't. You won't get it. What is it? Miami Central. Oh yeah, no. Oh no. The other. The other uh, teams are definitely Cal- California or um, Texas. Right. Uh, there's two teams from California ranked in the top five. Which um, I got a friend that goes to, I don't know if I, I have a friend out in California. Is it? Uh, wh- okay, who finished number one in who f- California? Uh, that's uh, don't look, can't look. No, it up. I can't look it up. But I know the name of the school because my friend, it, it, the amount of people that go to the school is stupid. If you think Carmel has a lot of people, I think. I, Do you think it starts with an M? It does, right? No. It doesn't? Not, they're not number one. They're not number one? No. That's... Um, so, St. John Bosco. Oh, yeah, never uh, mind. Bellflower mm. is number one from California. And the one you were thinking of, Modern Day... Yeah, my friend goes no, there. ...is number three. It's number three, yeah. He's number said, three. Well, do, do you know how many, you know many five-star recruits they have? Several. They have six. six they have yeah. multiple that are going to USC. They have, I think... Ugh. 
a couple. Yeah, I know, disgusting. I think we got a couple going to Alabama, but my friend he plays JV there, and like for him playing JV as a sophomore, playing JV, it, that's like playing varsity here. By the way, no, that's that's like that's like yeah, pretty much. But it's 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 like no, I'd say freshman team, not even freshman team. I don't even know Th- those schools. I mean, they have so many kids that to make the football team, I mean, you have better odds making the football team than the basketball team. I don't know how many they have. It's probably, it, it's it's a lot. I mean. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to look up the enrollment of modern day high school. I thought they had more oh, than Carmel. Geez. Are they not that high? Uh, so let's okay. Let's pull up Carmel just to kind of give a. Is Carmel more? Uh, let's see here. So Carmel High School. Uh, let's see here. Carmel High School's right here. And most of this is going to get edited out too because this is not um, great for air. Enrollment. So Carmel. Oh, yeah. Carmel's way more, by the way. Really? Yes. Significantly more. Um, let me do the math here. So that minus. Uh, okay. What do you think the enrollment is of modern day high school? Well, if you're saying it's not a lot, I'm just going to guess it's like 2,500. Close. Really? Close. Twenty-one fifty-two. Hmm. What's the enrollment of Carmel? Four thousand. No. Five thousand. No. Is it higher? Yes. Six thousand. Lower. It's fifty-four hundred. Oh my gosh. That's a difference of almost thirty-three hundred students. Carmel has an enrollment of fifty-four hundred. Is that the most in the nation? That's the most in. It's the most in Indiana. What's the high? Highest enrollment high school in the country. Uh, let me. We're gonna look this up. Enrollment. Enrollment high school. Uh, that would be Brooklyn Technical High School of Brooklyn, New York, with eight thousand seventy-six students. But eight thousand students. And so eight thousand. Eight thousand seventy six. So, I, so isn't I so is IMG a private academy? Uh, IMG, yes, I think it is a private. I'm pretty academy. sure they are private because. Um, well, dude, you know why I'm gonna go to a IMG game? You know who the coach for IMG is, Kenny? Uh, no, I don't. It's um, what's his name? Oh, never mind. Not. I'm thinking of a different high school team. Never mind. Who are you thinking of? I. Wait. It's not Will Hostrauser. I can tell you that. <laughs> Billy Miller. Billy Miller. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
Who are you thinking of, by the way? Give me a second. One. Um. Never mind. That school is getting closed down. Hmm. Do tell. What school is that? Well, it's getting so. Um. Have you ever heard of Prime Prep Academy? Prime Prep. No. So they're this. Uh, they're a school. They have um, in Dallas, uh, Fort Worth, and Dallas and Fort Worth. So they have two technically two schools so they were split um so the head coach for their football hall of famer Dion sanders okay uh so i for some reason thought he was the coach for img but i was clearly wrong and but still img is like if you want to be in a highlight reel you go there you go there that's a highlight that's a highlight team yeah if you okay so if you want to go to any high school uh, for football and get um, at least a four-star scholarship, IMG. You you go to either Modern Day or IMG. Yeah, there you're gonna you're gonna get you get the most recognition out of exactly. any high school in the country or, from or, those or um, Bishop Gorman mm-hmm. um, from Las Vegas uh, or St. Thomas Aquinas. Even Ben Davis. Uh, ben da- eh. I know some. I know some professional players went to yeah. Ben Davis that know, are pretty I known. Some, I know some college players that have gone through Ben Davis. Uh, some college players that have gone through uh, Indianapolis Cathedral too. Uh, so there's a lot of them out there um, that have that um, um, prestige of being good high school football mm-hmm. uh, teams. Um, and with that, we've got to end the high school portion of uh, this podcast. Um, stay tuned for part two, uh, where we talk about uh, college and some professional sports as well. Um, so we'll see you in part two. Uh, have a good day, everybody. Hey, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the episode today. If you did, you should go check out the rest of our episodes on our website at ccflugnutspodcast.com. You can also listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. Follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages by searching the Lugnuts Podcast Group. Thanks for listening. And remember, Jesus loves you. And so do we.